Hello, everybody, and welcome to Two Geeks and One Noob, where we gather friends of similar interests and maybe not so similar and discuss, joke, learn more about, and generally have fun with geek culture. Uh, today, we are talking about Transformers Rise of the Beast. Uh, that movie just came out not too long ago, and boy, oh boy, was it good. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so yeah, let's get this conversation started. What'd you guys think? I had a blast with it. Like I, I have seen all but Bumblebee from the Transformers movies, and that wasn't just not being interested. That was just not getting a chance to see it. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I have absolutely loved these movies. I know that they are not good, like story wise per se, but I mean, they're just fun movies to kind of turn your brain off and just enjoy and relax. And yeah. that's exactly what I use them for. So I had a lot of fun with it. Uh, my only complaint was that we didn't see Rat Trap in it. But outside of that one complaint, I just had so much fun with it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I will echo that one complaint. <laughs> um, I, I grew up on Beast Wars. Great show. Uh, full confession, though, I think. I think I haven't seen a single one of the Transformer movies since Shia LaBeouf was no longer starring in them. Mm. You're not missing a ton by missing. <laughs> um, they're, like they're, the best thing about them is that them. they brought in the Dinobots. Um, yeah. But outside of that, like the stories weren't as good in the fourth and fifth one as they were in the first three, in my opinion. Um, I mean, again, these these stories are still kind of mid, regardless. Honestly, um, <laughs> I will but, say that the uh, the best one since the Shia LaBeouf ones was definitely Bumblebee, though. Like, like aside from Rise of the Beasts. Yeah, I mean, I've heard nothing but good things about Bumblebee, so it's definitely on the list, and I'm gonna get to it eventually. But I don't have Paramount, so that's like stopping me for seeing it for the time being. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, I was gonna say I think I have the DVD. So if you if you want to <laughs> borrow it, you can. <laughs> I might have to take you up on that because it definitely it's definitely been one I've wanted to get around to. I just haven't had that chance. So yeah, it's really good. And of course, Haley Steinfeld being in it is really good. Oh um, yeah, I mean she's great in everything she's been in. Like I I haven't seen anything that she wasn't good in. Even yeah. if like the movie itself wasn't great, she does well. Right. Yep. <laughs> I think like. I guess like I technically have two complaints with Rise of the Beast and that being like the human characters, one felt necessary to the story. The other just felt kind of there. Like I, I don't yeah. feel like the story would have changed too, too much without that character. Um, not that like the actress is a good actress. I just don't think the character really like meshed with me yeah. personally, if that makes yeah, sense. She, they, they used her kind of as a, a Duas Machina or Duas Ex Machina. Yeah. yeah. Um, not quite that level, but very much, oh, hey, she has that special talent or special skill. And then they kept egging that forward in ways that didn't feel quite thought out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She did a fantastic yeah, job with what she was given. Yeah, See, I agree. Uh, I, I only. I disagree in in just the fact that the uh, the way that she talked for some reason just really m messed with my head. Like hmm. she she didn't seem like she was. 
like I don't want to like insult her or anything, but like it just didn't seem like she had the the right personality for this particular role. Um, that I that's fair. I can see that. Yeah, yeah, maybe. And, and but, I mean, I think that's always been a bit of a sore spot for all of the Transformers movies. Like when you go, it's kind of like the first Godzilla where it was like, okay, I came here to see Transformers. Why is it focusing so heavily on the humans? Mm, you know, like, yeah. and that's like, that's kind of the thing, I, the way I feel with the, um, was it like 2014 Godzilla? I think it was, um, which is annoying because it's like Elizabeth Olsen and, um, shoot i'm forgetting his name he put quicksilver in uh avengers so it's like i enjoy both of those actors and so it's like i wish that they had been given more but that's kind of the same like thought i have with the transformers movies it's like when they when they do focus heavily on the humans they don't give the humans as much to work with and so it just feels like a lot of them are just kind of there and they're, they're like they're meant to progress the story but not actually like progress it in a way that most of the fans are really looking for, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's the, the issue with all the transformers movies was, it was just like, okay, the humans are, they're not doing anything like, yeah. Okay. Shia LaBeouf carried the box from one part of the city to the other. And that was yep. it. <laughs> yeah. But like this one, at least gave a little bit of extra for the humans. Yeah, towards towards the end, where like, uh, I guess we'll get into that a little bit later. But like, <laughs> they, they actually gave them some some kind of fighting chance, which was good. Yeah, and I at uh, least I feel like the male character was more enjoyable because of that for that very reason. Like they gave right. him a little bit more to chew on. Yeah, for that, and also he, they made him more capable. I think just from the get go, they made him more capable with the backstory they're revealing. It's you're seeing more and more of who he was before. This is a natural fit for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I it's, it's you not, for, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, it's not like Shia. He was like just a normal kid. that got thrown into a war. This is a soldier that picked up a new war after the la- the previous war he had been a part of. So it's like, it, it definitely, I get, I see what you mean, and it makes a lot of sense. Like it definitely fit him and what he had been through, and kind of what he'd been preparing for uh, a right. lot more. Right. Yeah. I can I can definitely agree with that. So, what did you guys think of the the actual uh, Beast Wars characters, though? Like uh, we had really Optimus Primal, them. we had uh, Cheetor, Primal, Cheetor, Rhinox. Um, Oh, uh, Air Razor. The, Air Razor, thank you. Yep. Like uh Rhinox and Cheetor were I've always been two of my favorites because like I'm always a tank in video games, so it's like of course I'm gonna <laughs> like the Rhino. Uh yep. and then Cheetor is just such a cool character. And I also have that attachment to Cheetor from the Beast Wars show that we mm-hmm. won when we, from when we were kids. So I I had a lot of fun with the, with all of the characters. I thought they were great. yeah i was i was definitely very impressed with um optimus primal um and 
the Cheeto uh, Cheetor was definitely one of my Cheeto. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, years of marketing information at work. <laughs> I was just thinking the same thing. I mean, you're not wrong. Hey, it's a little hey, bit of a different just, route, but you got there. <laughs> Cheetos missed a mark right there. I uh, missed an opportunity right there for some Which marketing. Is funny because Cheeto gets everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> Cheetor was definitely one of my my uh, favorite characters growing up. <laughs> I think I yeah. had a an actual uh, action figure of of him, her, her. I think it was her. Yeah, her. Um, growing up, so I was like, I loved seeing that in the movie. <laughs> yeah, I think my only complaint with the beast wars is that we didn't get to hear Titor and rhinox talk very much they really didn't mm. talk until like towards the end of the movie when with the big uh climactic moment and it was like very brief one line from each of them yeah and there's like one other line from Titor throughout the movie but it's like these are cool characters that you're clicking on the nostalgia with let them talk <laughs> <laughs> well it yeah. does kind of make me wonder if they're going to branch off the franchise a little bit so we'll see another transformers movie but we'll also see a new beast wars movie hmm. i, I could definitely like, see that i would like to see that my only concern is that we didn't see that with the dinobots like they were just introduced and then just kind of there they didn't really do as much with the dinobots as they could have in the fourth and fifth one and granted that could still be coming if this one did as well as they wanted it to but I mean, I would be all here for it. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. From the uh, like the original series, I think where where I got my start with it was mostly with the. Uh, the Animorphs show. I don't know if you all remember that one. Animorphs. Uh... I do remember. It. It's been a minute, but I remember those. <laughs> so it uh, the show itself, anytime that they're in the arcade, the. Uh, uh, we, we we would probably refer to it as an as an esports lounge now. Um, it's a gaming cafe. Um, yeah, sorry, I just cringed <laughs> all over the place, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> but anytime you see them in the in the gaming, uh, the PC gaming lounge, there's almost always a screen in the background playing the Beast Wars video game. Mm. Mm, okay. Yeah, but. Beyond that, typically, um, Beast Wars would come on around the same time. <laughs> so I'd be switching between channels anyway. Nice. Yeah. See, Another, I don't think... Uh, oh, oh, go ahead. ahead. Uh, I don't think I ever really watched the show. Um, I, I watched a little bit of Transformers itself growing up, but not the Beast Wars version. Um, but like the, the toys were where like I was at, like I loved the Transformers toys. So the Transformers toys have always been cool. Like even kids that didn't watch Transformers liked the Transformers toys. (laughs) Of course. They're so cool. (laughs) Like I'm, I go into like Walmart and Target and stuff like that all the time. And I see the Transformers toys, and I'm like, man, if I had the money. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yep. Like, as soon as I finished watching 
uh, Rise of the Beast, I pulled up Amazon. I was like, I wonder. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> what did you find? <laughs> they were a lot more expensive than I remember. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's more expensive these days. Truth. Yeah. Just a bit. Just a little bit of a, a side note. I was on Facebook Marketplace the, uh, the other day, and I found a um, a vintage X Men package that had ten characters <laughs> in it for hundred and fifty bucks. Ten and characters like, for that? Like that is a lot yeah, of money. But you it's get a ten lot. Characters out of it? That's yeah, not bad. It, it's a lot of money, but at the same time, it's it's a really good deal for that because these days, for ten those characters. Are, yeah, yeah, those would be twenty to thirty dollars each. <laughs> yeah, probably not wrong. So, <laughs> one other um new character that we got in this one was Mirage. And initially, I was a little on the fence with Mirage because I Pete Davidson is really hit or miss with yeah. uh with Mostly stuff he's in. <laughs> <laughs> At least for me. That's fair. Um, but I thought he did a really good job. Like he honestly fit Mirage kind of perfectly in my yeah. opinion. <laughs> he really did. It, it was very much that like bumbling idiot, uh, like, but kind of knows what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. 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 Kind of a savant. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> like I thought, his take on Mirage was just done really well. And it was kind of funny just watching like the bromance bud between him and the human guy and just like the <laughs> dynamic between them. And then with uh, Noah's brother as well. And just the back yeah. and forth with those three is the fact that it's like his little brother just looks at this big transformer and is just like, if you, if you let my brother get hurt, I'm gonna hurt you. And he's like, all right, little man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't expect that. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I, 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 really I think like it's the yeah, I think it was the, the dynamic there that really fit, and it's it's a shoe in personality for uh, for Robinson, mm. Davidson, right? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's a shoe in. It's a it's a shoe in personality for Davidson. Yeah, yeah, it is. He just he it fit the. Uh, him and he fit the character perfectly. It was a really good casting decision on their part. Like, just ended up working out perfectly. Yeah, it's like they always have like one or two new ones that are introduced in like every Transformers movie, and then they like half the time don't even do very much. Like Ironhide was brought in the first one, and he was like this cool boss tank type guy, and then just didn't really do a whole lot in the movie. And then just kind of died with a whimper. Uh, so, like, he, he, I don't think they used him as well as they could have. It's like Optimus and Bumblebee are always like the draws. So, oh, of course, yep. And the fact that they yeah. well, actually, Caleb, to, to your earlier comment and my earlier hope, that might be our indication that we're not going to see um, a Beast Wars spinoff because Rat Trap was always kind of the. Uh, the Bumblebee of the Beast Wars series. Yeah. Which they could do a spinoff and like bring in Rat Trap for the spinoff. True. Hmm. 
like you said, I, I don't I don't know the the characters that well for those. So <laughs> like like David said, I mean Rat Trap really was the bumblebee of the group. He was kind of like the him and Cheetor were always like kind of like the two rookies and they just like Rat Trap and Optimus were kind of the dynamic duo and everyone else was there kind of working around them and whatnot. And so uh that would actually be like perfect comparison optimus primal with rat trap and then our own spinoff would actually be really cool i think so uh a quick question for you guys um what was your guys first uh exposure to transformers uh you want to start this one off david (laughs) uh first exposure to transformers as a whole I think it was um, through the toys, actually. Mm, yeah. So a buddy of mine, Ben, had a... I think he had a couple of them, and we, we'd mess around with those, but constantly try to beat ourselves on like how quickly we could actually transform <laughs> them from one form to the other. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like your little kid... Uh, uh, how was, was that? Gun rings? Like speed cubes? yeah that too (laughs) i'm just thinking of you now david where like i can i can see you doing that with transformers and with guns so yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh what about you caleb my first exposure was actually to old school comic books that I got when I was a kid back in the early nineties. So there was this little, um, like corner Mart that was just down the road from, uh, the house that we grew up in there in Alabama. And they had some random stuff. It was almost like a mini flea market with like actual goods and stuff like that in there as well. Mm-hmm. But they had these, a handful of old school transformers comics and neither of the ones that they had were, actual like story stuff they were just kind of like these panels of just showing the different transformer characters and showing their different transformations and giving a little bit of a backstory to the characters themselves but i went down with my dad and got those we were just looking through them and i was just like oh these are so cool and ended up getting to buy them and take them home with me and like ever since then i was just like a big transformers fan that that was when i got hooked and i was just like okay who doesn't like big robots that transform and fight like <laughs> that may explain my movie taste now <laughs> but yeah that was my exposure to transformers and then i got yeah. to watch the beast wars and the other cartoons when we were kids i actually have a couple of the old school um gi joe and transformers videos on vhs i still got them here now like i've got oh, them in wow. my closet very nice. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to get those out and watch them. <laughs> you know, I actually like I was going through the some boxes the other day looking for something and I stumbled across those and I was just like, I totally forgot I had these. <laughs> it's, it's been a while since I've dusted off a VHS tape. So <laughs> Oh yeah. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, it's VHS. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if anybody has a, v- a v- <laughs> VHS player anymore. So humorously, I've got a buddy who does. And Dan, he lives close by. <laughs> nice. Love Considering to what it. we know about your in-laws, I'd be surprised if there wasn't one of those tucked away in one of the boxes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, but yeah. Uh, so like I said before, uh, I, I didn't really watch a lot of the, the cartoons and I, I honestly didn't even know it was a comic for a long time. Um, but actually my, my dad was a, a manager of a CVS. And so I would spend a lot of time in the toy section of, uh, CVS and there would be transformers in there. And I'd play like, well, I wouldn't play with them. I would look at the boxes all the time. <laughs> um, but every once in a while I would get one for like Christmas or my birthday or something. And it was so much fun. And, and I think, uh, I think Cheetor was definitely one of the first ones I got because I was, I, I liked big cats when I was growing up. So like seeing a big cat robot, like transformer thing it was like oh that's so cool <laughs> yeah you but. just liked big cats when you were growing up <laughs> <laughs> i i like them now too but I, <laughs> <laughs> i've i've grown uh past those into big dogs so <laughs> fair fair nope <laughs> But yeah, so uh, yeah, I just figured that would be something cool to to find out about you guys. Um, but uh, back to kind of the the, the movie though, um, and I think we forgot to say in the beginning of this that uh, there's going to be some spoilers ahead. Um, <laughs> so if you're uh, if you haven't seen the movie yet, turn it off now because I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna go straight for the the big one. Uh, <laughs> one of the coolest things that I have I have seen in a Transformers movie was that ending where they revealed that it was a, a crossover between Transformers and G.I. Joe. Mm-hmm. I was so dang excited about yeah. that. <laughs> like, I had a feeling that they were going to try and do some sort of crossover. I didn't I, I don't know why I didn't expect G.I. Joe because they've already done a crossover with G.I. Joe in the comics. So oh, yeah. like it makes sense that they're going to be in the same world and they're going to have that crossover. But like, for whatever reason, I just didn't like piece that together that that was going to be the crossover that they did. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I'm, I'm so excited for the possibilities that they do there. This is like, I hope that the movie did well, that they can justify doing it, doing the movie for it. But like, yeah. man, it was just, it was a surprise that I just did not expect at mm-hmm. all. Uh, and it does make sense that they do the crossover with G.I. Joe, because partly because of the comics, but also uh, they have that moment where Mirage transforms into a suit for Noah, and it looks very reminiscent of the suit that Channing Tatum's character wore in the first G.I. Joe movie uh, back yeah. in the early 2000s. And it just... it. I, I didn't make that that comparison initially. It was upon like rewatching it that I kind of like it clicked with me. I was like, oh, that's what they were doing there. And granted, <laughs> I don't know for sure that that was the shout out that they were trying to make with that. But it, it's so like it, it's so similar that I'd be inclined to believe that there was some sort of comparison being made there, especially w- since they were making that connection to the G.I. Joe universe. Yeah. Right, which I guess it kind of leads into it. So Rise of the Beast occurs, the story happens in 1994. When does the first G.I. Joe movie take place? I think it's it's in the early 2000s. Yeah, um, I okay. think it's pretty much around the same, like a little bit in the future of when it was 
um, filmed. Okay. So, so it could be that they're setting up for a prequel of sorts. Could if be. not a complete um, reboot. Could be. I, I could see them going the reboot route because the first one didn't do great in theaters and the one with Dwayne Johnson did better, but it still didn't like make a whole ton of money. So I could see them going the reboot route and just trying to like restart from scratch with new budget, new animation or not new animation, new CGI. <laughs> um, and just kind of run with that. Yeah. Animation <laughs> CGI. It's close. <laughs> like I, I didn't mind the one with Dwayne Johnson. I don't, I honestly thought that one with Channing Tatum was more entertaining personally. It, it felt more like GI Joe. Whereas the one with Dwayne Johnson just felt like, uh, just like a normal action soldier movie uh, to mm-hmm. me personally, but yeah, I, I definitely agree with that because it the the first one was like okay, these are all these f- for sure GI Joe characters and like yeah, and all their gadgets and all their their uh, cars and ships and stuff like that. Whereas the second one was like okay, we're not GI Joes anymore; we're just people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. I guess it almost felt like they did that intentionally because like with what, how they like, I won't, we won't get into that cause that's an entirely different topic for the day, but like the way that they did the movie, it almost felt like they kind of just intentionally wrote it off as like, okay, we're not Joe's anymore. It's just soldiers. <laughs> so yeah. so but, I, and, I, I would be okay with the reboot. Um, yeah. I, I just think it would make more sense, especially with how the last two movies went and just kind of the direction they went. Like, I, I think rebooting it would just make a lot more sense. Though yeah. I will say, getting Joseph Gordon-Levitt as Cobra Commander, that was that was quite the interesting casting choice, and I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's kind of weird to see him as a bad guy. Mm. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. And then also, kind of going back to uh, the Transformers movie, too, was when they showed what it was. Cause uh, at first I was like, Oh, you know, they're, they're bringing back sector seven or, or something like that. Right. And then all of a sudden it was, Nope, it's GI Joe. You open up to that big garage with all their cars and, and trinkets and uh, gadgets and stuff. And I was like, Oh, okay. This is going to be real GI Joe. Like this is, <laughs> this is what we've been waiting for. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm looking up the actor's name. I can't remember his name, but um, the actor they cast to <laughs> for the interview, I think they set that up to be a red herring because in almost every single role he plays, he's a villain. Yeah, and that was your immediate comment. You're like, oh, he's a villain. What are they going to do now? <laughs> <laughs> like you And me and, Dave, me and Dan are just sitting there looking at you like, eh? oh man that was so funny (laughs) as soon as they got to the interview like caleb and i were just both looking at you looking at each other looking at you waiting to see if you got it like what would be the the big like reveal there it's like is is he gonna get it And it was making it even funnier when you were like, oh, he's always a villain. He's going to be a bad guy. And I was just like, ah, <laughs> you're wrong. <laughs> and then when it did finally click and they showed the card, the, the look on your face was exactly what we were looking for. <laughs> <laughs> <That> was awesome. <laughs> 
who uh who was the actor by the way uh i'm still looking <laughs> okay all right excuse me um yeah the michael kelly michael okay. kelly okay yeah he does play a villain in a lot of stuff yeah he's dang good at playing a villain oh very good he's very yeah. good at the villain <laughs> yeah Sorry, I gotta, I gotta look it up. Oh, that guy. That's right. Okay. Yep. Yeah, because he's he's in a lot of movies, and he. Yeah, he is. Well, it's funny though, because there's certain ones that he's he's played. He's played good guys in in some things, though. Or somewhat impartial background characters, or that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, in um. Like Agent Fuller and uh, Now You See Me is kind of a neutral character. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and he, he's on the he's not on the protagonist side, but he's not a bad guy either. Yeah, he he's a good cop. He's just <clears throat> kind of a, you know, jerk. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what did you guys think of the way that they did Surge? for this one like i i personally really enjoyed scourge and just the build up with his character being like that villain um and it, i thought it was really cool the little like cameo things that we got to see as well with the uh other transformer logos uh on his shoulder oh, that he had yeah. been taking mm-hmm. um i thought that was really cool and that opens up the door for even more um it's like spinoffs and or at least other characters that they can bring in down the road. So what I'm curious what you guys thought of all of that. I was I definitely enjoyed it a lot. Um, I like that they made it where he was. He wasn't just like a one off like he was a one off in some ways, but also <laughs> like they made it difficult. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't just like, oh, you know, we have one fight. And we're done. No, like it was hard for them to fight him. Yeah. Even yeah. even with even with Optimus Prime there, like they made he made issues for them, you know? And then like also like poisoning uh uh air razor and stuff too. That was like okay, that's something different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Well, I also liked how okay, so bit of a tangent. I like how they portrayed the poison or infection pervading over each of the Transformers. It's yeah. rust. It's yeah. rust and yeah. oxidization. So it's it's a literal decay. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but it also takes a, a hold of their mind as well. Right. To where it like it almost makes them go crazy, but like on the on an evil side of crazy. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. what's really sad is whenever I first started making that connection of, oh, hang on, her wings getting more corroded more more corrupted my first thought was oh sort of like mad max <laughs> like th- mm. there's a crossover no one wants <laughs> right <laughs> i don't know are they are they owned by hasbro <laughs> no no <laughs> i'm sure hasbro makes giant boomerangs oh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we make an a com- what are we uh, referencing here with the boomerang? Because that could also go Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> Which I do think Hasbro owns the rights to, effectively. 
so mm-hmm. in I can't, I can't remember if it was this it, it's either um road warrior or um thunderdome the second or third mad max movie the uh an oversized uh boomerang is used as a uh, very iconic um departure for a character mm. okay <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's a question. I, I again, a little off topic, but uh, we're we're seeing the crossovers. We're seeing some Hasbro uh, things come together. What other Hasbro things do you think could be uh, brought into this world, or uh, make some cameos, or or something like that? Because well, I, I have one in mind. <laughs> It would be super funny. <laughs> I I would love to see a uh, like a Rock'em Talking Robots movie. Oh wait, no, they did that. That's real uh, steel. Yeah. Uh, um, oh, uh, what what about a battleship? Oh wait, no, they did that too. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, and I think what would be really kind of funny is if uh, Hasbro does a Hot Wheels crossover with this. Oh man, <laughs> it's just Fast and the Furious though. True. No, no, it's a different property, different property entirely. True. And they'll probably still cast the rock in. <laughs> and and or Vin Diesel. <laughs> uh yeah. <laughs> that would be funny though. <laughs> See, I was thinking Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> <laughs> I think mean, it would be hilarious if, like, somehow that made it into this world. Whether it was like some random guy that could, like, you know, he's just like a big guy that could like interchange parts or something. I don't know. I don't but, know. I like, think I think we would see Stretch Armstrong first. You know, yeah, probably. I could probably see that too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Caleb? Can you think of any uh, of it? I'm blanking on. Some of the Hasbro titles give uh, run some off to help me remember uh, uh, the game of life. Do what? Uh, the game of life. Monopoly. Sorry, oh, man. my favorite word. Um. <laughs> <laughs> right here. Let me uh, let me look up some real quick so I can give you a decent answer. I'm on the Hasbro Hasbro web. Guess who in there? <laughs> if they do a guess who movie based on on the game, I want to see Samuel L. Jackson playing it. Yeah, they're playing see, one of the lead characters. I could almost see Guess Who as like almost like a horror uh, movie, like eh, police procedural. What? Well, yeah. So I guess more. I guess more thriller than than uh than than horror i don't know i oh I, I was quick to dismiss but you know what they could turn it that way how about power rangers wouldn't yeah. they have to get the uh rights from uh um bandai again based on it's, what i just looked at it's a ha- it's listed as hasbro hmm Okay. If it is a Hasbro property, like that could be a pretty interesting yeah. one. Could you imagine Optimus Prime versus a Megazord? <laughs> Dude. 
like yeah like if they make it kind of like what they did with the last one and obviously somewhat better because apparently it didn't do well in the theaters but like <laughs> the like if they make it as close to that as they can with whatever critics want to see in it or whatever uh and then add that into the the gi joe and and transformers world that'd be freaking awesome yeah like there's a lot of fun stuff they could do with power rangers i think and i I do remember seeing a report that said that they were interested in rebooting power rangers um after the last one didn't do well i would like to see the casting stay the same because i thought the casting was like spot on personally yeah i love um like i understand that it didn't do well i think that's a little bit more on the marketing than it was on anything else like the story actually wasn't even that bad in my opinion um yeah, i agree i, I, I think that they like can... i know what y'all are talking about <laughs> <laughs> like it, it was a fun movie and the casting was really good like naomi scott becky g both of them portrayed their characters well all of the casting choice honestly even rita repulsa and like and like, well, I'm not a big fan of that actress as a whole. Typically, I think she did a really good job with Rita in that one. Yeah. Yeah. I think we had mentioned this before in, in a different uh, episode, but it was um, Elizabeth Banks. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I, I like her in certain things, um, obviously, like Pitch Perfect and stuff. She's I like her in that. But. Um, oh, and. Uh, uh, was it? Hunger Games. She was good in that as well. But oh, I forgot she was in that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and may the odds be ever in your favor. Um but yeah, um <laughs> I had to laugh. I'm sorry. Uh I'm looking at the the other things that are owned by Hasbro and I was like, "Oh no." <laughs> My well, little pony. <laughs> oh god. They could also do a uh, Magic the Gathering crossover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. My I little pony would be hilarious if they went with the Skyrim mod route. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Yep. Well done. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so I halfway wonder if at some point we'll get another classic uh, crossover where. Uh, so a uh, classic Hasbro property thrown in here where someone just at some point throws a, a reverse card down. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Uno. <laughs> yeah, someone's in an argument. It's like, ha, Uno reverse. I win. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. So bringing it back to the Transformer side of things, though. Um, are there any other Transformer characters that you would like to see um, brought into the sh- into the movies? So I, I would have loved to see the Beast Wars version of Starscream. Like, I think that would have been really cool, and see the actual like tr- uh, T Rex version of Megatron. That would have been cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they've brought in so many other characters already. Um, it's hard to say like which ones I would want to see. There's a few of them that they've done previously that I would like to see them do better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like one that I would love to see, keeping with the question real fast, would be Noctoro. Okay. Um, 
So later on in the animated series, they did this weird chimera type storyline where different uh, some of the some of the transformers were fusing with different animals and noctoro was one of the decepticons um it was a bull and a bat i think hmm. um really just cool design but as far as other transformers i genuinely don't know at this point because i've kind of lost track of which ones we've seen yeah and which ones were yet to be introduced gotcha okay. unless i'm forgetting i don't think they've done Soundwave, and that one would be a pretty cool decepticon to bring in hmm. sound wave that's the one that had the big like cassette tape cartridge on his chest and uh, had a smaller decepticon that would transform from the cassette tapes okay for some strange reason i thought i i thought we'd seen Soundwave, but um Caleb, I'm sorry, but while you were describing that, all I could think of is they can telegraph him popping up later on in one of the movies by having a Teddy Ruxpin throughout the film. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's like the normal size of a transformer, so it's like it is a massive cassette tape that he's rocking. (laughs) Um, the only thing I can think that they've done with uh Soundwave. They did the um, in either the third or fourth one. There was like a satellite one that was like doing stuff from space for the Decepticons, and I think that may have been a, a semi version of Soundwave. Um, yeah. But like, I want to see more than that because just chilling in space isn't like enough. I want to see the character actually be present and do something and be a threat. Right. Yeah. See, uh, I almost thought it was the one that made the little one that was on uh, Air Force One that turned into the boombox. But I could be wrong. Maybe. That's a good point. Let me look that one up because you may be right. It's been a little bit since I've seen the first one, so. Yeah. Very interesting. Because, like, it's showing certain, certain ones that have been in the movies. But it it doesn't look like the one from the show, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was him. Hmm. The one who unleashes the scorpions. Hmm. Uh, well, the scorpions were in Rise of the Beast. The we're talking no, about no. one that was in. Um, I know the, the first one. Yeah, that's there, what I'm talking about. He released were, the scorpions into the sands. There were scorpions, oh. but I think. I didn't well, think wait, those the were... sand was the desert was the second one, wasn't it? No, it was the first one. Was it? All the soldiers were there. Um, that's where they. Um, well, the soldiers were recurring characters throughout the first five. Yeah, um, but that was when you first see them um, going to uh, what was the 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 city. Um, I keep wanting to say Kuwait, but it's not Kuwait. It's um, Kabul. No. Oh, I, I can't remember what it was, but. Um, oh, wait, no, it, I'm looking was, at the. Uh... It was the Middle Eastern country or um, Middle East, Middle Eastern place. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, they were in the sands and the, the scorpions came out and were um, looking through the character list for the first one and that 
And Soundwave's not listed as one of the okay. Decepticons. So I'm looking oh, okay. at the um, I'm looking at the villains wiki, and apparently he, uh, Soundwave was first in Revenge of the Fallen. Oh, okay. Okay. It must have been the that yeah it must have been the satellite one I'm thinking of like so that's I would like to see more of that character because he was one of the really common villains in the show and so like just one off where he's just a satellite in space not doing a whole lot and clearly pretty forgetful or forgettable <laughs> um, <laughs> like I would like to see more from that character <clears throat> yeah I could see that. <laughs> Those are the big ones for me. Like I, I would, I wanted to see a little bit more of Scourge. Um, but I guess like in Transformers world, dying isn't guaranteed end of a character because <laughs> Megatron died like two or three times and was brought back every time. So yeah, dying in Transformers is a thing. <laughs> yeah. Dying doesn't necessarily mean anything, but I like Scourge, I think, would be a cool one to do a little bit more with if they can find a way to do it and make sense. Um, start, again, the Beast Wars version of Starscream would have been awesome to see. Mm-hmm. Those are, like, I guess, th- th- I know that they're not new characters that we haven't had a chance to see yet, but like, I mean, those are just iconic characters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I... I definitely, like I said, not not too familiar with a ton of characters from it, but like, I'd like to see a lot more of the the Beast Wars stuff because mm. that was that was a big thing for me too. Um, I'm trying to remember. I would love of- to see more of the Dinobots and not just the like silent versions that are just kind of present that we got from the fourth and fifth movie. Like, actually, let them like do the full Dinobot storyline. There's so much that they could do with that, that I think that would be a really fun one to venture into. Yeah, that'd be fun. I will say one of the characters that I'm seeing on here, uh, that sounds really cool is tiger Hawk. It's apparently a fusion between Tigatron and air razor, which Ooh. I think would, that would be a cool way to bring Air Razor back is to uh, make make it a fusion between one and uh, a different one and her and her. Yeah, that would be really cool, actually. Like that'd be like some uh, like um, shoot. What was his what was the main villain's name? Um, Unicron, like Unicron sent one last soldier down to earth right before he died. And that soldier is the one that like finds air razors body and fuses with it. Like that could be a pretty interesting story for a follow-up. Oh, and lead so you to think a, like a bad guy. I'm not, I'm not familiar with Tigatron, So I'm, I may be wrong on like that character. Uh, that's just what came to my mind instantly. But yeah. is that a, a Autobot or a Decepticon? Or I'm, again, not, a, I'm not sure. Uh, Tigertron is a maximal who's maximal. Okay, stasis pod was damaged, leaving him in an amnesiac state in his beast mode of a white tiger until he remembers his true allegiance after watching Megatron threaten the white tiger he had scanned. Hmm, 
That could be pretty interesting. Yeah. I like that. I, I think that'd be really fun to see. Yeah, that could be a really cool story. Huh. And a so white tiger, like that's that would be an awesome one to see right? in live action with a transformer. That would be super cool. Oh yeah. And I've, oh. I've got to give hand, uh, kind of a hats off to for the design element. They made the beast forms realistic enough where at first glance you're kind of wondering like, whoa, whoa, did I really just see that animal here? And then as soon as you see it more just standing still you're like oh that's clearly not oh crap that's not an animal <laughs> yeah yeah i was literally just about to ask you guys like what did you guys think of the design of the the maximals because part of me is like okay this is really cool and then the other part of me is like okay why do they have fur <laughs> <laughs> i honestly really liked it like i thought it was a cool effect um like I get that like the fur wasn't necessary, but I thought the design looked really good personally. So I, I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yep. And that's, that's what I mean though, is like it, it's really cool the way it looks. I, I, I had a lot of fun watching that, but at the same time, like in the back of my head, I'm like, okay, but why? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I guess it's one of those things that you just never know. But (laughs) like like the only story driven reason I can think of why they would still have fur was it helps continue the illusion that they're they belong there, that they can hide better. Yeah, I could see that argument. That's I can't think of anything else that would make sense. So like we'll go we'll run with that. (laughs) (laughs) Seeing a 20 foot cheetah was. uh... Uh, probably yeah. not the, the most uh, <laughs> incognito probably not probably not that's why he's just got to move fast through the jungle <laughs> granted seeing yeah. a rhino running through the jungle wasn't very incognito either <laughs> yeah but that was at least somewhat on the right size meter like those are big you know size yes hemisphere no <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> True. Good point. Well, no. I guess the Savannah is on the north hemisphere. Moving on. Sorry, I'll shut up. <laughs> so I have to admit it would be a, a little bit on the nose if uh, oh, who is the lion? Oh, um shoot, I'm forgetting. I know who you're talking about. I can't remember the name though. I think it would be pretty funny if uh if they bring him into a, into a live action version and they replace the actual hair of his mane with lion's mane mushroom <laughs> it would make a little bit more sense just a bit <laughs> that would be kind of funny <laughs> there's plenty of other animals that they could do some fun stuff with like a yellow jacket would be a fun one to bring in um yep uh, yeah yeah, Yellow Jacket, uh, the Beast Wars, Starscream. Yeah. Well, I think that most of the uh, Decepticons in the show were all insects, if memory serves. Yeah, with the exception of like Megatron, who was doing that, uh, who was a T-Rex. But yeah. 
Well, I think that'll about wrap us up for this episode. If you guys are enjoying the episodes, uh, we would encourage you to share it with your friends and family and just send us some love on social media. Uh, But otherwise, we will catch you next time. Thanks, everyone. Bye.